the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Blake, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, along with the Texas Weather Band, hot chili while the pot uh, keeps going. We've got uh, all kinds of fun. We've got the funnel cakes for a $2 donation to the Salvation Army. Santa is to our left. Balloon artist is to our right. And we just are missing you, so come on by. It's a lot of fun here at Millburgers. By the way, I always say a question from the crowd. Actually, honestly, today, we actually have an audience in front of us. So uh, they're not paying any attention to us because they're in line for the balloon artist. But uh, hi, everybody. You're <laughs> on the air. Hi. They're did, waiting. They're did, waiting. You, did you, you think they put the line in front of us so we could maintain discipline? Yeah, Calvin may yell at you. So that's, yeah, so just you yell back if you want to. <laughs> All right. You're going to. <laughs> Thank you. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. The number to call. And, yeah, it is a pretty day here at Millburg. It's a little chill in the air, which is nice. Uh, but it's bright and sunny. There's not a cloud in the sky. And, no wind. Uh, there is no wind. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I see... Uh, I, don't, I see some people in shorts, but mostly uh, short sleeve shirts and uh, and long pants. So if you want to know how to dress to come out here and visit with Santa, that's probably the best idea. It's supposed to get warm, don't you? Yeah, I think it's mid seventies today is the high, so that should be really good. The um, I'm trying to think of what else is going on. Oh, and uh, we can't neglect to talk about the Christmas trees. The little red choo-choo, you'll hear that chugging all around. That goes through the Christmas tree forest here at Millburgers with the uh, the Nordmans. And Trace told an interesting story about a woman that comes, uh, I think, from Austin each year because her husband has uh, tree allergies. And uh, with a regular Christmas tree, of you know, the regular furs, uh, he uh, had a horrible experience, but with the Nordmans, he doesn't because of the allergies. Uh, they don't doesn't react to the Nordmans. So if you have someone in your world that hasn't enjoyed it, the Nordman may be just for you. And you're sure it's not just because she likes a tavern that's on the way over here? No, I don't think so. I don't know if we have taverns. You'll have oh. to... We just have bars. Uh. Tavern. That sounds so elegant. Minnesotan. Yeah, it sounds so Minnesotan. Uh, but anyway, the... Uh, 
Uh, let's see. Okay, Nordmans, and then we've got the Nobles and the Frasers uh, here at Millburgers. They're all fresh cut and stored in water. So uh, they look great going out. Millburgers, their employees will help you take them to the car and take care of you. So uh, it's That's a, a wonderful stand. On yeah, the Christmas the, tree stands that keep them fresh for a long period mm-hmm. of time. I'm glad they finally got uh, Roger out of that train. Yeah. Yeah, right. Man, he was going wild. Uh, <laughs> Holland, excuse me. He thought he was back in the, uh, in the territory. <laughs> He's just yelling Christmas time. Good oh. stuff. You know, ho, ho, ho. Is that the, the same? It's not the same Christmas stuff. Reindeer, dead ahead. Look at those reindeer. Those elves on the porch. Don't be pooping on that trail there, yeah, reindeer. That's right. <laughs> elves on the porch. Elves on the porch. But anyway, yeah. So come on by, and uh, lots of folks are taking pictures with Santa, too. So we got roasted corn. We mentioned the wassail, the hot chocolate. How's the hot chocolate, guys? It's good. good. Wonderful. Very good. Good. All right. So you give us a call with your gardening questions or come on by and visit us. Now, the number to call is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's you new, man? The band? Exciting. Oh, the Texas weather band. Huh? Uh, she's asking if you're ready for a funnel cake follow-up. She's offering to get you one. Really? I'm taking your order. Oh, wow. Yeah. We have a waitress. This is nice. Yeah. Very, yeah. I'm taking your order. Here, I got well, that, that means I wish I hadn't uh, said no, I didn't want one yesterday, and then started eating on theirs. Uh, yeah. Now I'll have to share with them, won't I? Yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah all right. Yeah, you get payback now. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Well, sure. And thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, by the ticket. By the way, the Thank final you. cakes are $2 each, and that uh, $2 goes right, to, right back to the Salvation Army. Oh, 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 oh. So yesterday, you know, Millburgers is one of the site for the Angel Trees, which is a project by the Salvation Army to give gifts to families and their children who wouldn't have gifts during the holiday season uh, because of whatever the situation is. Um, the, uh, we had 10 yesterday, and so thanks to your generosity, we only have six uh, left. So come on by and help us finish out. I think they have to be all adopted by tomorrow. So uh, come on out and adopt a, uh, a family here. I've been seeing some of the nice gifts. Uh, Adam and uh, some of the other employees were bringing them up and they're storing them. Uh, and they've, uh, there were bikes and other things. So uh, uh, Bikes? Uh-huh. Little bikes that kids wanted. We have generous people here at Shop at Bell Burgers. Smoke. Oh, they tell you on there what yeah, they want? Yeah, they tell you what yeah. they want. Don't you remember when we... We've, we've done yeah. it a number of years, yeah. yeah. So the kids want bikes, and their parents want clothes. Uh. And that's that's kind of how it goes on there. You'll see a number of choices. You choose a one or three or whatever you want to do. But, yeah, come on back, and uh, let's uh, let's finish up today on that one, on the Angel Tree. And just it's right by where the cashiers are, and you'll see them. And inside. Inside, yep. And Santa's visiting with folks right now. So, uh, anyway, all right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Have you yep. got the band hooked up? No. Y'all didn't try that? No. Charles was, was smart. <laughs> Charles just said, you know what? It sounds good now. Leave it alone. <laughs> so, okay. Charles is very wise. Um, they're lined up in front of the balloon deal. Yeah, the balloon artist is here, and she's uh, making balloons and taking care of people. And uh, they always do a great job. And the, the kids come, come away am- uh, amazed by the uh, the creativity and how real they look. She did a Santa balloon. Mm-hmm. Did you see that, the girl walking mm-hmm. with it? So you wear it. So it's got the big hat oh. on it and a little white pom-pom, and it's got the beard. Oh. Yeah, so it's got the Santa beard, too, which is made out of balloons. You put it on your head, and 
It's you got a, you're a balloon sailor. Well, what amazes me is how patient the children are. Actually, I'm kind of I amazed too. I mean, they stand in line for yeah. an hour or so. Yeah, sometimes it's it can be a long line. Yeah, but yeah, uh, they seem to wait. They, nobody's complaining, which is wonderful. So, oh, there's there's the girl with the Santa thing on. Uh, though she took it off her head. So you'll see her come by. Uh, on my gardening update, the Belinda's Dream is getting ready to bloom. Uh, not the Belinda's Dream, the uh, uh, Grandma's Yellow. So uh, the, uh, Laura's decision to put it in the container, despite the fact that I kept telling her there's no reason it's not going to make any difference. <laughs> it's made a big difference. So it didn't take her long to uh, understand you and yeah, uh, how much yeah. gardening skill you have. Yeah, so let's just try it. Can we just try it, Milton? Okay. And now it looks great, and it's about ready to bloom. It didn't freeze off. No. It's and it's it's got an interesting bloom. It must have had the bud, but uh, didn't the bud freeze? No. That's it's weird. gotten bigger now. It's, the bud's been on there a while, so maybe it's not going to bloom. But I think the bud has gotten bigger. My foliage looks real good, but my my blooms and buds did freeze yeah. up. Yeah, they. Um, it's uh, and it's. I'm interested to see what it's going to turn out. It's sort of a greenish yellow bud, which worries me that maybe it's not Grandma's yellow. But we'll see. If the bloom is yellow, then I think I can be confident. If the bloom is yellow is green, and it probably wasn't a grandma's yellow, right? So, so it would be a grandma's you green? You the blue? Yeah. Why? Why are you looking at me like that? Oh, are you saying the, the, that you think the bloom is going to be yellow? Yeah. Well, that's grandma's yellow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you think the bloom is going to be green? Yellowish green. Kind of like we've seen other yellows. Here. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. So, washed out yellow. Yeah, kind of the so. Okay, yeah, Grandma's yellow is deep, deep yellow. Yeah, so we'll see when it actually blossoms what it is, but, yeah. Well, I got a, a uh, email from uh, uh, Bart, a uh, gardener in our neighborhood, a really skillful gardener, and he was uh, d- talking about the onions and whether we were going to recommend him we were planting onions now or he should wait. I said, I'm going to wait. He says, well, he'll try. He's going to go ahead and try. Thank you. He's going to go ahead and try planting them a little early this year and see how it turns out. You got that? So. Oh. Thank you. So he's experimenting. That's interesting. Yeah. Thank you. But a wonderful, a wonderful uh, selection of uh, onions over there. Cajun red, for those of you that like a little uh-huh. onion taste. A little pungent. Yeah. I was describing to somebody over there that asked which is the best variety, and I was explaining that the uh, Cajun Red was a little more pungent, and and somebody, an old-time gardener, right there said, that's not pungent, that's... (laughs) (laughs) You obviously haven't grown onions when they were in the old days. Yeah, there's one called Ben Chayman that used to be... But a long last, I mean, storage onion, it was a hell of a storage onion. But uh, it was very pungent. Mm-hmm. Now, these, uh, I think the Cajun red is uh, got enough pungency to do well in uh, onion, onion recipes where you're using it for, yeah. for uh, that flavor a bit. <coughs> I sure like the, the new varieties. Yeah. The, uh, uh, it's, you know, 
raw onion, uh, you can use raw onion on almost anything because they're so mild. So what are you doing, Milton? <laughs> Did you get it? This radio cake? show is interrupting our eating. Yes, it is. The final cake is really good today. You're going to like it. <laughs> it was good yesterday. Yeah, but it's like really, she got it like piping hot out of the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's nice. All of them are piping hot. Yep. You sit down there and wait for them. Okay. Well, then maybe you maybe you walked too far yesterday because when you brought us our well, you remember they were singing. Oh, that's right. So we had to wait. And I was out nibbling. I was out nibbling on them. Oh, okay. Are we not supposed to tell people that you were nibbling on the funnel cake? Uh, it was sugar free. Oh yeah, sugar-free? they're sugar free. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I want to thank uh, Calvin and Bart and uh, whoever participated in the real grandy gold uh, peppers uh, seed, seed collection and uh, so we got got some seed and I, I want to announce that we got an abundance of seed at the greenhouse too good dr. Larry Stein and uh, my volunteers got together thirsty and we've got a machine that we put the peppers through that, uh, that grinds them up and uh, extracts the peppers out of way. And so uh, we got a, a, a lot of seed. That's good. We're, uh, I don't think um, mine were injured by the freeze, but no. it was after the freeze. That well, mine, mine was after the freeze, too, so we'll see. Yeah, you'll do some germination tests, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, that's good. But anyway, so real grande gold seed and uh, pepper seed. So uh, I may give them to the grower earlier this year, so we'll have them kind of with the tomatoes, hopefully with the tomatoes. It was amazing uh, the difference in the size of the peppers and the shape. After the uh, hot part, yeah, hot part yeah. of the summer. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand that either. Usually we think... Well, they're developed in the Rio Grande uh, Valley yeah. Yeah, we, under uh, hot conditions. We might expect that from tomatoes, but not yeah, peppers. Yeah, right. But, it but sure I guess everything is susceptible. But anyway, that's a good pepper. Uh, David Rodriguez is talking to uh, a commercial seed company about... Uh, Taking up real grandy gold. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. But it's kind of special now because only we have it. <laughs> but, you know, something else special will come along. And- oh, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, this afternoon, uh, a few of us will gather at the greenhouse and, and pour off our... They also pick some tomatoes, some uh, surefire tomatoes. And uh, some uh, uh, some uh, uh, surprise, Roma surprise, Roma surprise tomatoes. Uh, the vines had frozen, but the fruit was pretty solid. And uh, we ran them through that machine. And with a pepper, with a tomato, <clears throat> you have to ferment it for a couple of days, depending on how hot the the process, how hot your uh, environment is. 
So we put them in the greenhouse and gave them about three or four days. And today we'll pull off the debris, the debris, and uh, get a bunch of seed. Hopefully, a bunch of seed of uh, Surefire and uh, and the Roma Surprise. That's good for next year too. Yeah, they did pretty well this year. Oh yeah, yeah. They fair uh, dealt with that uh, hot, dry summer uh, almost as well as the cherries. Yeah, but uh, and the bigger tomatoes finally put on a lot of fruit, but then, of course, the frost caught them. Now, yeah. I brought some uh, grapefruit. Grapefruit, yeah. Oh, cool. Thank you, Calvin. Well, you're just assuming you brought it for... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could just be showing it off. <laughs> and it's a, it's a bloom sweet. I really like it, of course. My medications, I'm not supposed to eat it. Yeah. I broke right. the rules. This no. Morning. And uh, figured I better, so that I don't eat them all, I better... Distributor that can yeah. eat them, yeah. Cool. That'll uh, be neat. Is yeah. that easy to grow? Yeah, it is easy to grow. And, and pretty it's relative, re- 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 yeah, cool tolerant. Now I had uh, a foliage damage this year. I can't help but believe it's because I left the, all the fruit on there, but uh, <laughs> that may not be. <laughs> no. Um, that, that would have happened anyway. And. Uh, so yeah, it was a stra- it was a strange year. Some of the things you, my uh, kumquats were not hurt much, but the uh, loquats were. Yeah, loquats were were, and also the uh, uh, your what's your what's that plant you introduced that uh, twenty seven years ago? Calamundo. Yeah, never bloomed. Now the ones in the board, the shrub, the old ones. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Old ones in the shrub border. You just had to sneak that in there. Yeah. yeah. Now, the one in my container that, that I got from the Milbergers here, that did get the trees. Uh, well, yeah, down. that one, the true, I won our true <laughs> Calamendo. But the Calamendo didn't freeze, did it? No, not a bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, that yeah. was a good plant, wasn't it? Just as promised. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, we've talked a lot about... Just because it didn't bloom. I know. What do people want? Oh, we've talked yeah. a lot about uh, freeze damage and being patient, especially on your citrus trees. Yeah, I was going to mention that. And I've got my I wrote another column for next Saturday on the Good. on the freeze damage and uh, what to watch for and be patient, especially with citrus because mine have, it's really a complex kind of a, it's got le- some leaves that are look good and then a lot, a lot of leaves that look like they're, they're frozen and and it's the, the, the ideal situation to wait and see. I think in past years, sometimes the foliage that looks good has still had freeze damage. And so if you wait, wait until February or so, and you'll see what actually should be cut and what should be left. Right. Did you have, do you have a bumper? I had one. Oh, you said it just died. Uh, yeah, right? I lost it. Yeah. Oh, no. Because the cold? No. No. No, no it, has a, it has a tendency to be, uh, what's that? I think that's good and bad. It's tendency to to produce whether the conditions are right or not or if the foliage is not as sick. You know, you gotta, I think I think people with bumper, we've got to watch it and make sure it gets enough fertilization. Yeah, yeah. Watering. Uh, well, uh, Dr. Larry Stein was... You know, it froze pretty hard at Uvalde, too. 
uh, and uh, that's where our citrus is planted. And he gave us, uh, he said, what we're saying about this, the uh, Mr. Moy citrus is is right on the money. He said uh, the Arctic frost didn't didn't freeze a bit. Oh wow! And uh, we had a little damage on the uh, on the uh, uh, orange frost, just tip burn, and had more damage on uh, on the uh, bumper. And that's what that's what we suspected. Mm -hmm. And uh, that lemon, Mr. Moore's lemon, they say it took put, took it pretty hard. Mm -hmm. Did it? Wow. Yeah, and you valued it. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back to this in just a second. Two one zero. If I start eating, I don't know if I'm gonna be coming back. Oh dear. Let's find out. Oh, that's a great radio tease. All right, we'll find back. Uh, we'll come back in just a moment. Hey, have you got your insulin yeah. with you, Jerry? 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You ready to make your home look a lot like Christmas? Head on over to Millburgers because you'll find Christmas trees, fresh cut Christmas trees, cut when they come to the nursery, stored in water so they look fresh and look wonderful throughout the season. Millburgers carries a wide variety of different sizes in Nordman firs, which are for firs and Christmas trees for folks that have, well, maybe allergy issues. Fraser firs, the most popular fir at Christmas, and they have noble firs. You'll get them again in a wide variety of sizes. Millburgers has poinsettias, fresh wreaths and garlands, and if if you're looking for a living Christmas tree, in other words, a tree that you can enjoy in the home now and decorate and then plant afterwards in the yard that will do well in San Antonio, then Millburgers is the place to go. Christmas cactuses and Millburgers and all kinds of great things, including terrific gift ideas. Head on over to Millburgers, 1604 and Boulevardy Road, online at millburgernursery.com. Here's a gift idea you probably haven't thought of. Cardinals. Or how about putting a squirrel under the Christmas tree this year? And you know what kids and kids at heart love? Hummingbirds. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores in San Antonio can show you how to give the gift of nature this year. There's nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or Purple Martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you find the perfect gift for the novice and expert alike. Feeders, seeds, houses, and more. Plus, Wild Birds Unlimited will help you create the natural environment that you want. One that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away. Wild Birds Unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Store, Northwest Military at Heatner, or call 479-BIRD. That's 479-BIRD. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700. PaxFinancialGroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. Remember, the fish and 
SanAntonio.com plays real Christmas music while you decorate the home and tree, while you work, or whenever you need a little holiday joy. Sponsored by Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange, Laser Legend, and Documation. Merry Christmas from the FishSanAntonio.com. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurray, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Weekdays on 930 AM, The Answer, are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From saluting our military to what you plant in your garden, weekends are for you on 930 AM, The Answer. Back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. Trace is up on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? We're having another great day here. We are. It's, there's a party going on, and uh, please come and join us. We've got uh, we've got a band going. We've got funnel cakes, and Jerry can attest he's wearing half of one. Uh, we've got chili. So this is our cowboy Christmas. So we've got chili out there. We've got our roasted corn. Uh, we've got the balloon artist going, and Santa's here, along with train rides, all till about three. Yep, and uh, people are having a great time. I think we've got more people out here today than yesterday. Yeah, uh, I so. Agree. And uh, the just to let you know, uh, Texas Weather Band. I don't know if you mentioned them or not. Uh, I said music, but oh, yes, cool. Texas Weather Band. Their name. Yeah, is playing uh, Christmas music and classic country music and all kinds of good stuff. The uh, funnel cakes are delicious. We tried them during the break. Jerry is wearing one. Still here? Yes. Yeah. Kinda. Uh, woo, okay. <laughs> Jerry's still with us, so that's good. Uh, but you know, you guys are talking about the big party, which is wonderful. But uh, I went ahead and bought a bunch of plants this you morning, did. and uh, moving uh, moving through. It's easy to get your purchases completed and get them in the car, and uh, and of course the the trees. The staff is really efficient at putting uh, putting them on your vehicle for the transportation to to the house. So uh, either you can come. I guess the best thing is a combination to enjoy. The festivities and also to oh, take care of your plant needs. You bet. So I saw you bought some strawberries this morning. Yeah, I'm going to try those. I like the looks of them in that, those half whiskey barrels. Uh, and then I also uh, I saw your demonstration over there with the Swiss uh, with the Swiss chard. Swiss yeah. chard, really, they're really attractive. And I was going to try some of Milton's uh, 
celery they keep yeah. raving about. I got to get some more celery. Yeah, we got some. It's attractive, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it is. It's a nice looking plant. It's fun, and it's it's. Okay, I grew it, and I grew it successfully, which means it's very forgiving. <laughs> it means that it was grown in the container with... Uh, minimal effort? Minimal effort, occasionally not watering, uh, so that it droops, and then you water it, and it comes back up, and it tasted good no matter what we did to it. It comes back up? You mean it wilted down? Yeah, and then it just, we watered it, and... Oh, it's amazing what water it can come with. Yeah, so I'm not suggesting that's that not that, good. Man. That is not the method that you should do when growing your celery. <laughs> uh, but I am suggesting that if you are one of those folks that looks for a uh, a very forgiving plant, that's a good word. Yes, forgiving. It is very it's forgiving. A, it's also kind of a neat plant to introduce to kids in terms of good green vegetables and raw. Yeah, because easy to grow and you you can take a little piece out of the garden. Yeah, you just kind of don't have to put any high pressure on them and they. Generally, we'll try it, and it's uh, tasty. It's really a mild celery, too. And the woman that uh, was uh, introduced me to it, she said, okay, you just kind of keep clipping in a circle uh, around it, and it will keep expanding out. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't have yes. I didn't try it. Yes. It, it does that? Yes. Cool. See? All right. So no, you say that again. Clipping in a circle. So, you know, in other words, cutting the, the, take the outer your stalks on the outside yeah, so the you get new stalks. growth to replace it. Yeah, and it just kind of keeps filling out. grows from the center. Jerry got it. Yeah. Okay. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. James, you got a bunch of folks here ready to help you. What's going on? Okay. Need to pull it off today. Um, hey, I wish I was over there with y'all, but couldn't make it up. But I got a couple of questions if I could. Um, I picked up a Baltimore hibiscus for male burgers in the springtime. Did you hear it? Baltimore hibiscus. So, okay. Yeah, Mallow hibiscus. Lord Baltimore. Try, we need to move move to a good, a, okay. the best cell reception you got would be great because you, you cut out. Let me move. Let me move. I, I live in a place, so How's that? Not much better, but okay. So, what were you asking about the Baltimore <laughs> hibiscus? We'll we'll get you there, man. Uh, I'm I'm still moving. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I just okay. put it in the ground. I just put it in about thirty minutes, hour ago. And, uh, it was in the pot, so when we had the hard food, they got both out just on the on the end of the limbs, if you will. Yeah. I cut that back, but anyway, my question is: now that it's in the ground, uh, it's a better later. Do I need to cut it to the ground, or should I leave the, the stem and let them go? You can leave the stem. Uh, it would have died back anyway. I mean, yeah. it, without the cold. Uh, they they, they, they uh, go dormant according to the day length, and uh, they, they lose, you notice they lose their leaves in the fall and quit growing and blooming in the fall. Right. But, uh, unless, unless you cut them back in, in July in the summer, but uh, that's another story. But uh, anyway, uh, you can cut them to the ground now, or you can wait till uh, till they go back to the ground. But uh, I, I just mulch them a little bit and uh, cut them back as far as you want to. Okay. Well, I'll just mulch it. I use some fertilizer put on there just to get it started, hopefully, not stimulate it too much. So I'll mulch it, and then I'll cut it down. My other question is, at the junior stock show, I picked up uh, one of the citrus 
It's not supposed to have seed. Well, uh, and not, not many seed. Not many seeds. Yeah. Well, yeah, almost every segment in this first one got to the top of the head seeds, and I was really bewildered by that. I was expecting no seeds. Now, you didn't, you didn't get that mixed up with uh, Malcolm Beck's uh, Chang Chow, did you? I got it at the at the junior uh, stop at the stop show where they have the, the junior building. The ones I David was doing. Yeah. I oh, okay. There. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um, maybe it was just a anomaly on that particular horn. I don't know. What's the next? I guess. I mean, was it a tangerine? I mean, did it peel easily? Oh yeah, I've had mandarin. And it's just a mandarin. Um, okay. It feels really easy. Yeah, really um, just had seed in it. It's but it had seed. Yeah, it did. It had seed in it. I can't explain that. Did it, how, did, how did it take the cold? Uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's more like a container, so I moved it on the on the front porch. Oh, okay. The cold didn't bother it at all. Yeah. Okay, the, if you if you had Arctic frost and orange frost, uh, Arctic uh, orange frost may have uh, had a little tip burn from the right. cold, but uh, Arctic frost shouldn't have had any burn at all. I think this one's Arctic frost because uh, when I did it, it's in the party, or something like that. Okay. Alrighty. Okay, James. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, right. no problem. Cool. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. <coughs> we don't have a cough button. No, we don't. No. <laughs> That's what happens when you eat all that food. Yeah. When I inhale the uh, funnel cake. I saw some poinsettias going out earlier. Oh, they good. pretty good. I, I need to do the, um, you know what? Plant of the week. Yeah. Oh, plan. oh, oh well, I need to head back out and help people. Okay, so uh, let's see. We, how what would we need to do for the plants of the weekend? We didn't really want. We didn't warn Ashley, so uh, I don't think she's. Sure. All right. Well, we're just gonna do it anyway. All right. So. I thought it was onion. It is. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's been clamoring for onions. And there we go. Historically, the. Uh, 1015Y being the most popular, that's when the seed goes in the ground. So it's never uh, on those dates that we actually have them for sale. It's always later. So we yeah. just got them in. Yeah. And we've got uh, we've got two different reds, one sweet, one not. We've got two different whites, one sweet, one not. And we've got three different yellows, two sweet and one not. Okay. Including Texas Legend, which is the Ooh, you got Legend in? The improvement on the 1015Y. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's made more, tr- and they're more, more, more nutritious and uh, everything else. Two ninety nine a bundle, and we are prepared to sell onions now. Yay! All right. Good for you. Thanks, Trace. Thanks for coming by. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Got some bees over there buzzing you. I'm 
just uh, enjoying them along with it. Yeah, with all the, the food and festivities. All right. Well, we're located here at Melberger, sitting on the porch right next to the uh, balloon artist. So we've actually got an audience today, so you can come on by and visit with us. Uh, they seem more interested in the yes, balloon artist than do. us, though. Yeah. I, it's okay. Our egos are not hurt. No. <sighs> As I was saying earlier, yes, points look good. Yeah, good. And the Christmas cactus, I have. I know they've got those, and they're on yeah, sale. Yeah. Uh, what else? The living Christmas trees. Uh, Calvin's article. Oh, there go two more trees. I found a home. Uh, Calvin's article was about the living container-grown trees. Yeah, I want to. I want to mention that. That was in yesterday's paper, and, and I forgot to send it to you last night. I thought about it twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thought that counts. Yeah, it's a thought that counts. The, th- the thought won't get it on the web, but it is a thought that counts. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it, it, it's got a new little twist to it, I think, this year, because it, it tells the ultimate size of the uh, container-grown trees. So you can you can look at that article, and uh, uh, when Kevin sends it to me, I'll put it on plantanswers.com. And uh, so, uh, so, so, like I said, you can see the uh, ultimate size of the living Christmas tree that you buy before. So you you're not shocked when the Aleppo pine gets to be 40 feet. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's always a good, good thing to to request or to demand. What's the uh, the Air Force Base was that was? Uh, was that Kelly or was that Lackland on the? South side that we did the yeah. tree survey, the tree inventory on oh. years ago it was. Yeah, I remember that. They had, uh, they got just a huge example, uh, a number of examples of the Aleppo pine, very attractive. And uh, oh. if you didn't know though what it was, you'd say, what in the world? It looks like a East Texas pine up there, or a Minnesota wow, that'd pine. Be cool. Yeah. yeah, they are. They're really nice. All right, let's take a break. While we do, why don't you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. for Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialized in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebble stone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebble stone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You ready to make your home look a lot like Christmas? Head on over to Millburgers because you'll find... 
Christmas trees, fresh cut Christmas trees, cut when they come to the nursery, stored in water so they look fresh and look wonderful throughout the season. Millburgers carries a wide variety of different sizes in Nordman firs, which are for firs and Christmas trees for folks that have, well, maybe allergy issues. Fraser firs, the most popular fir at Christmas, and they have noble firs. You'll get them again in a wide variety of sizes. Millburgers has poinsettias, fresh wreaths and garlands, and if if you're looking for a living Christmas tree, in other words, a tree that you can enjoy in the home now and decorate and then plant afterwards in the yard that will do well in San Antonio, then Millburgers is the place to go. Christmas cactuses and Millburgers and all kinds of great things, including terrific gift ideas. Head on over to Millburgers, 1604 on Bull Road, online at millburgernursery.com. Bodie Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Get your copy now of best-selling authors Bodie Taney and Ray Bentley's incredible new adventure book, On the Mountain of the Lord, available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award seven years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790. That's 210-698-9790. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and your calls at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You can plant uh, daffodils and grape hyacinths right away. And you need to wait a couple of weeks, probably to the end of uh, December, before you take your tulips and Dutch hyacinth out of the refrigerator. And, of course, we got a good selection of pansies, pinks, snapdragons, ornamental kale, and regular kale, and other cool season annual plants available for sale here. And uh, what you want to do is... Uh, or redo uh, if you haven't planted already. Now's a good time to to plant them. 
and uh, kind of redo your soil from the summer planting before you put the new transplants out, and that'll be true for the onions too. Add two or three inches of uh, organic material and rototillion, eight to ten inches. And uh, I, I would re recommend uh, fertility of uh, onions and uh, uh, uh Flowering ornamentals is uh, if you got some of that 1959 slow release fertilizer left. Ten cups. Yeah, or 100 square feet works really well. Yeah, and that'll that'll carry you through the. That probably carry you through the winter. Carry uh, uh, carry you through the harvest. However, I would fertilize onions a little heavier. In other words, yes, we talk about side dressing onions. Neat things about Every onions three weeks. They'll, uh, well, you, if you plant them four inches apart or so, you can thin them, pick green onions, that thin, uh, thins them out so you've got plenty of space for full development. And then about middle of May, they'll tump over for you and let tell you know, tell you when they're ready. Well, of course, you bulb, usually can tell. Bulb. Yeah, you can usually tell the bulb is obvious yeah. size and everything, but the, they'll keep growing until the tops fall over. Right. And then, so, and real easy to grow here. You should try some. And you can store them. You don't have to do a real fancy storage system. Works well to just to put them in a uh, uh, sack in a air-conditioned room. Uh, but if you got a lot of them, you can just put them in the shade on a patio table, and they'll last yeah. for a long time, too. Sometimes through uh, Thanksgiving the next year. And speaking of the uh, uh, living, even indoor living Christmas trees indoors, mm -hmm. uh, I was asking Caravan about the. Uh, what did you you gave a time limit on how long to have a indoors? Yeah, we generally been recommending that two weeks is a is the best target time for having them inside. Yeah. Did you find out some more information? No. Uh, uh, Neil Sperry recommends eight to ten days. Oh wow! I don't. I don't maybe maybe I just, just leave the right. leave the door front and back door open and just move <laughs> whip, whip them through. Yeah. Uh, plant. Yeah. He, he says plants dry out and also become acclimated to warm conditions indoors. Yeah, that, he's thinking North Texas there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, but that that's an interesting. Uh, uh, issue because we we've got we've kind of accepted it over the years and uh, most of us that uh, recommending it don't know exactly especially in South Texas exactly why we're recommending. Now it is a little different. Now the shade is a factor, but not two weeks. Yeah, two weeks wouldn't be a, a major problem there. Uh, but the idea is uh, have your have your uh, path that you're going to use planned out, know how long it's going to stay in the house, have your hole dug when you're ready to take it out into the landscape, and you have plenty of help, because yeah. uh, trees are heavy, they got their own, their roots still on there. Teresa's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, Teresa, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I just have a big question to ask the guys. Okay, what you got? I have a beautiful purple sage bush in my front yard 
and it was beautiful all through the summer. Every time it rained, a new bunch of little purple flowers came out. But the trouble is it's getting so big, it's now about six feet tall because it looks more like a Christmas tree instead of a bush. <laughs> and I yeah, want to know big. if I, I can cut it back without doing any damage to it. Yeah, my, my manual Floyd used to say cut them to the ground. Oh, oh. But, you, <laughs> but you know, they are one of the few native plants that you can you, people can even hedge. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, have them still bloom, so they bloom on old wood, and yeah. So you can you can you can do that. Thinning, Jerry and I always like thinning cuts the best, so you you don't change the shape. You just you take the offending tall branch, follow that back to its origin, and cut it, and just keep doing that until you get it the size you want. But they they work well. You yeah you can cut them, uh, prune them. Uh, to the shape you want, and they'll they'll respond pretty well. Oh, I I just didn't want to do anything to damage it because I enjoyed it all summer, and every time we had one of these good showers, it just came out beautifully. Of course, there's a lot of bees around it, but it looks so well, and it's so pretty when it blooms like that. Now it bloomed after the showers, right? Yes, uh-huh. No, but see, we had a lot of showers, so. <laughs> well, I kept it watered, and it would bloom a little bit, but after we had one of these really nice rains, it was just magnificent. No, oh, well, that's great. Merry Christmas. Uh, you okay, can, uh, Merry Christmas to you, too. <laughs> All right, good luck to you. Thank you. Honey, thanks. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. How are you doing? Jerry's uh, right behind you there. There you go. Right here. There he is. <laughs> oh, thank oh. you. I'm her hero. I know. I heard that. All right. 210, that was nice for her to come by and yeah, say Yeah, it was nice. 210, 308. And it was so unusual, too. Hey, was there any, is there any danger, you think, in pruning uh, that Texas sage... Before the, uh, I, well, I would wait until February. Yeah, that's February um, that's what I'm thinking now too. That because mine the the new ones I planted this this summer they they had a little freeze damage from yeah. Uh, so uh, I hope hope the what was her name? Uh, uh, Teresa. I hope Teresa uh, got that message. Teresa, wait wait until uh, February March. Yeah, the spring until springtime to do do your pruning. Just to be cautious, I don't think you'd lose the whole plant, but no. it would. You might yeah. get more freeze damage. I think you could probably hedge the whole thing. You know, rather than making those selective cuts like you were talking about a, a sage. Uh, well, they certainly do. Now, a specimen plant. I don't know. I guess you could. It might be a real desirable shape that you could make it into, but I. Uh, well, in a while, they just, just grow all different sorts. Yeah. Now, in the uh, when people prune them, it's sometimes tough to get a, uh, if you're not used to pruning, it's sometimes tough to get a nice shape out of it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, wait wait until the spring. 
Cool. They like mint and they like it. She likes her sage, right? Yeah. But I think she, what she was noticing was it was blooming again right before the next storm. Oh, I see. I yeah, see. just happened to look that way. I just wanted to clarify that. I appreciate that. I heard that, too. No. But I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and, and Kevin mentioned that he said he's going to have more about this. But uh, the, if you see uh, tree branches that are sustained... Uh, damage over the summer. Uh, uh, in other words, uh, um, just wait, wait on your, wait on your citrus and things like that 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 you think have been damaged. Yeah, don't jump too quick. Yeah, uh, people, uh, people get antsy about that type of thing. And unfortunately, what will happen sometimes is that you cut where you think the dead areas are, and uh, it'll turn out there'll be more more dead areas. And we all, always are a little nervous about the uh, uh, more freezes this winter. It's, oh, yeah. it's only December 2. December, most years, Jerry, we're uh, wondering when our first freeze is going to come right, at right. this time of the year. And, and we usually around... The week of Christmas. Yeah, it was when our extremely hard freezes have occurred. So that was a freaky one that we had earlier. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was strange. We got the snow just about this time last year. Did we? Yeah, that was uh, December eighth, I think. <clears throat> uh, we've been talking about poinsettias and cyclamens and other other winter flowering container-grown plants. Uh, and there's no need to fertilize these. Uh, when I when I was uh, because they they've got they've got slow release fertilizer in the uh, in the potting mix. So you do you you don't fertilize your cyclamen, do you? I do because I transplant do? I transplant them into the the bigger containers and uh, yeah. I, Copious amounts of osmocote. Well, all right. Not okay. co- no, actually, uh, conservative amounts of uh, uh. osmocote. <laughs> oh, man. But I, I, you know, and I don't know for sure. I haven't done a scientific study of it. But it uh, just seems like. Uh, Keeps them they, going. They grow, yeah, they get they get some size to it. And it, you keep getting a bigger bloom area uh, if, if they've got some fertilizer. But, but they they certainly they look attractive even if you don't fertilize them. Yeah. We got Wade on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Wade? How can we help you today? I'm calling about the green cloud sage, and uh, I have started a hedge of that. And like the lady said, it would go into a great bloom. I guess predicting rain right before the rain. Yeah, right. Green cloud's a good one. Yeah, originally, came, uh, originally came out of the valley. Yeah, and the uh, deer in my neighborhood have destroyed just about everything else, you know, treating it like a garden salad. But they won't touch yeah. that. Huh. Did yeah, you see, did they don't you, touch sage. Yeah, did you get any uh, freeze damage? No, not, you know, not at all. Not one bit. And it's uh-huh. not in the uh, exposed to all... Uh, Northeast, south, and west. 
Yeah, so that make, makes sense if it's uh, an established head. Uh, how about pruning? Do you prune, ever prune shape it or anything? I have not yet because I'm curious of what shape it's going to take. I'm, I don't know if it's a... Uh like a, a like a, a regular Silverado Sage or a, what it will or a compact dwarf. I don't know what uh, Green Cloud will do. Green Cloud is a spreading Sage. <clears throat> In other words, it's, it's open, open. Uh, what I want to say. In other words, it's not compact. Kind of very. It's a big. It's a big Sage. Yeah, it's about four by uh, four right now. Yeah, that does real well in uh, uh, shearing, like Kevin was talking about earlier. Uh, you know, people shear them and uh, let them bloom on the outside of the uh, outside of the plant. Four dogs. Oh yeah, bees and. I don't know. I don't know if I've seen butterflies. Do the butterflies? Oh yeah, I think butterflies. They like, like they like them, but it's a not a regular yeah flower. You know, they they don't they can't count on it all the time. You know but what was really like it was the Mexican honey wasps. Really? That I'm, I that sounds a ominous. Around <laughs> in a big oak tree. Oh. And, and they would come down and hover around that thing all day. Huh. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I think they've got a lot of, quite a bit of nectar. But you noticed your sage were blooming before the rain, is that correct? Correct. Like as if they were the bloom was actually like predicting the rain coming. Oh, oh hang up. Thank on you. Him. I'm glad you glad Go you ahead and hang up. He, he, well, he went off there. Welcome to the Sinisa Club. You're you're a believer now. Indian trick I heard. Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe it. Uh, it's a predictor plant. The old timers used to say that, and I agree with the old timers. So I appreciate it. Thanks for calling, man. Have a great day. Yeah, Thank you for bye calling. Bye bye. All right, we're going to get ready to take a break. While we do, why don't you give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven toll free outside of San Antonio. It's eight six six. 308-8867. We're here at Mill Burgers. Still a couple more hours for you to come on by and enjoy yourself. Get the funnel cakes to benefit the Salvation Army, the roasted corn, the chili, uh, Santa pictures. We'll have uh, the balloon artists and much, much more here at Mill Burgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. So come on out and visit with us uh, right here and have a great holiday time. And get your Christmas tree at the same time. back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back. We're right here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, having a great time at the Christmas open house. And uh, just come on out and visit us. That was nice. That lady came out and visited with you and no. had those nice words for you. Uh, and uh, we appreciate that. And uh, appreciate you just coming by and asking your gardening question when we have. You don't have to come on the air. We'll we'll make it happen one way or another. <laughs> I've I've changed and mellowed out in uh, 2018. There you go. So come on out and uh, and visit with us. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else is going on, Jim? Um. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people wonder about uh, adding adding. Uh, 
uh, sugar, bleach, or nutrients to Christmas tree stands uh, to keep the tree healthy and looking good. I, w I would suggest that that uh, adding any type of or putting any type of additive in there like sugar, bleach, or nutrients to keep the uh, Christmas tree happy is uh, probably a waste of time. Oh, okay. What I would suggest, of course, if you have a good stand like like they have here at Millburger, that you can make sure that they are always in water. What what uh, what's happening? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, you know Milton Milton. Uh, Milton's uh, uh, slogan is "Keep your Christmas tree butt clean and wet." Not sure that's clean my slogan, but okay. Uh, didn't you come up with that? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that was Maybe back, back else. in the days before you mellowed. Yeah, could been. Now, if you wanted, to, if you want to do something that might add a little bit of off to it, well, what you're trying to do is is. Uh, they recut them here at Millburgers, and uh, they recut them, so they put them in water, and they start sucking up the water. Now, our water has calcium in it, so if you want to do something uh, a little extra, use uh, filtered water, uh, distilled water, so they, they, the calcium won't plug up the, uh, the uh, pores of the vascular system. Vascular system. Now that, that's just uh, I've I've seen that work with uh, uh, cut flowers in science fair projects and, and places like that. But don't worry about it too much. Yeah, I mean uh, it's these, a these no big trees, deal. Yeah, these trees are seem to uh, not be temperamental at all. Yeah, right. Just keep the water in there, and uh, they'll they'll uh, serve you well right, right through the holidays. And then you can bring them back and uh, re, uh, have them recycled. Yeah, environmentally appropriate way to to uh, deal with the, your old Christmas tree. Millburgers will give you a little gift certificate. Mm -hmm. Milton, what's the yeah? I think it's twenty percent off. Uh, well, well, but yeah, you get it. You can use it on a purchase here at the nursery. Um, <laughs> Even in, up into February sometimes. Yeah. I believe I'm trying to yeah. remember if it ended at the beginning of February or mid-February, but we'll let you know more about yeah, that. Yeah, you don't have to use the gift certificate. It's just uh, it's appropriate and uh, neat the fact that you can uh, recycle the tree here for, and it'll be ground up and used uh, in mulches and things. So there you go. Yeah, do that. Cool. Another James on the line at two one zero three zero eight. 8867. Hey there, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. It's the same, James, but I hope oh, yeah. I'm in a better location this time. Can you hear me? Yeah, sounds good. Listen, my son just uh, uh, asked me. He pulled a burrow acorn out of his truck. He said he got it from a tree at his office, and he wants to plant it, and I don't recall uh, the ideal time and how deep in the pot. Well, was it a burrow? Did you say a bur oak? Well, acorn. But a big one, one of those big acorns? Oh, yeah, it's a bur oak because I've got a bur oak tree, and he, he wants to try to propagate it. Just to see it grow. Uh, okay, plant it. Just get you a gallon container, put some body mix in there, 
planted about an inch, uh, inch deep. Okay. And uh, and you can plant it at any time because they don't need a, a stratification, or you can just plant it in there and put it outside. Okay, now you say an inch deep. Does that mean the top? Uh, right, the right. Okay. The top of the acorn, uh, an inch below the top, of the, uh, the yeah. surface of the soil. Yeah, they're not they're not real fussy. No, it's okay. not like our lettuce seed or anything. Okay, I got another question. Well, we we generally like to think take them off the tree because right. a lot of a lot of times when they fall on the ground they've got uh, weevils in them. In fact, James, uh, if you you probably want to stick it in a tub of water and see if it floats or right. sinks, and you hope it sinks. Right. Because if it, if it floats, it's probably not much chance it's going to germinate. Right. Okay. 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 Right. Thanks, James. All right. Thank you. Good luck. All right. 210-308-8866. That one much better. It started off better, <laughs> but it, it ended poorly. I don't know. Is He must have very poor cell reception. But he started off strong. All right. 210-308-8867, if you can find blue bonnet transplants, and I, I, may, I haven't looked, but I, I, I think we've had some here, mm -hmm. uh, both the red and the blue, uh, you can use the uh, blue bonnet transplants to start a naturalized bed in your vacant lot. In other words, you just plant out the blue bonnets and... Uh, and uh, the plants and, and let seven them, or eight plants every yeah. eighteen inch centers works great. And let them uh, let them get rooted in, and they'll go through the winter and whatever. Uh, uh, they also work well as a container plant that will stimulate conversation from your holiday and spring guests. That's written by Calvin in his wow, Calvin in his deal. Yeah, you did that mountain, didn't you? What's that? Oh, in containers? Yeah. Yeah. I mix, and I mixed them. I did the uh, maroon with the with the blue, and it was gorgeous. And everybody, yeah, everybody that sees them and uh, I, wants more information about blue bonnets. And I'd like to take credit for it, but a listener uh, did it and, and brought up the pictures to us here, so I just copied what she did. But, yeah, it, it looked really good. It was and, fun. And... Um, before you plant them, yeah. before you plant the blue bonnets, kill all the weeds out there. Get all the weeds that are going out there. And what you want to use uh, at this this time of the year is a broadleaf weed killer. Now, you can't spray that on the blue bonnets. It'll kill them. So you do it before. Uh, and you want to apply it uh, before it gets much colder in the area. Uh, there's only one one uh, herbicide that we recommend that you use because of the cooler cooler temperatures, and that's called weed-free zone. It's called weed-free zone, and uh, it, it works better and and uh, works it works functions when fu it's cool. Func it works functionally in the cooler weather. Whereas uh, some of the roundups and some of those types, 
are uh, uh, really won't work in extremely cool weather. So you want to, it's called Weed Free Zone, and of course it's available here. And it doesn't, doesn't really have to be a complete kill. If you see the weeds with the discoloration, that indicates that yeah. the, her, the herbicide is in place acting, and there's no transference. So uh, just go ahead and plant your blue bonnets. Yeah, it kills clover, uh, dandelions, henbit, chickweed, and other grassy weeds. Uh, uh, can be controlled with it. Now, that, one thing about planting a blue bonnet transplant, if you plant it in your raised bed garden or in a container, it's amazing how large they'll get and oh, how, yeah. how fast they, when they're when they've got that kind of uh, nursing care that they have, how big and uh, and they've gotten more nutrition. Yeah, more nur- nur- You can your osmocote. You can even use. Yeah. It uh, we 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 fuss with pe- uh, native plant people all the time, saying that you don't need to fertilize blue bonnets because they make their own fertilizer. Well, they can make their own fertilizer, uh, just like just like we can grow our own food, Milton. Mm-hmm. But we kind of like to go to H-E-B every now and then. Yeah, it's a, a little more reliable yeah, to have someone, more reliable. someone else grow my food for me. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's the same way it is with the blue bonnets. Uh, I bet you'd lose some weight, Melvin. I bet I would, too. They they really thrive uh, when when they've got some supplemental fertilization. And uh, so they're fun, and they're here at Millburgers, the transplants. Yeah. Blue and, uh, we think, still some red or red maroon. and uh, and and you want to fertilize them with uh, if you really want to make them grow, and this is true for all your winter annual, use a high nitrogen water soluble plant food such as Miracle Grow uh, each time that you water. So that brings up another question. Yeah. Of. Yes. <laughs> he, he sure there was one. I think so. There was he seems one. so confident. Uh, how do you tell when to water in the, in the winter? Oh, that's a good question. Water which? Water grass or water? Everything. Everything. Annuals and uh, well, I if a well if I I water. Based on the soil dryness. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't do an. I don't do automatic. Yeah, I've got drip irrigation on my flowers and vegetables, but I do it by uh, hand. And it, it uh, depends on the plants too, and how much they're growing, what kind of soil you got, how, right. how uh, well drained it is. The the one that's the, the hardest, and sometimes you forget about our containers. They dry out uh, pretty fast in the winter time, especially if you got a plant that's uh, growing fast. Yeah, the humidities are low. Yeah, at the time of year. So, I'm quite a, uh, now on the lawn. I I just I generally I in my yard we're talking about the sustainable winter lawn, so it's mm-hmm. horse herb and uh, rescue grass. So I don't really I don't really water that at all. But a 
typical lawn, if you still your San Augustine grass is still green, you might want to water every month. Oh, cool. Okay. And if it dries, yeah. If you haven't got any rain, you can yeah. every month. It's a. Uh, it's been nice with it being dormant. Yeah. And not having to be mowed on the. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, if you got dormant Bermuda grass or zoysia grass, you really. You don't. You don't really have to water it. It's about one, once a month. It's not a. It's hot and dry. Once a month is. A, yeah. So well. Helps a little bit. Neil Spare says, uh, there's no good answer to that, uh, to how often I should be running my sprinkler system over the winter. Uh, it depends on the amount of rainfall and what the temperatures have been, and also how strong the winds have been. Uh, learn to watch the bare ground and determine when it's beginning to dry out. It will pull loosely away from the edge of your, uh, it will pull loosely away from the edge of your house, walkway and driveway, and away from the trunks of trees when it dries out. When you see that starting to happen, it's probably time to water. Now, you got to be a little more uh, inclined to water on your new transplants, like your snapdragons and oh, yeah. stocks. And, uh, you know, you don't have to water them as much as you did the zinnias three times a week, but uh, twice a week... So, uh, new, newly transplanted snapdragons easily could be w- watered twice a, twice a week as they're d- developing. And again, as Jerry and I talked about yesterday, fertilization may not be quite as necessary as with the winter vegetables, but uh, they, the, the winter annuals require fertilization. Too. Absolutely. Well, so, we, all, we often forget that. Yeah. Do we have a question from the, from the crowd, sir? Stranger? Here, come on up. We'll, we'll get you on the air, and you can ask your question. There you go. I'll give you the mic. You're on the air. How can we help you? Or is he in line to get a... Yeah, I know, he may be in line to get a balloon our animal. Were you... Oh, really? A dachshund? <laughs> you could get a dachshund. <laughs> Thank you, Al. <laughs> How do I know when to water my, my mistletoe? You water your mistletoe? Uh, j- just don't eat it. <laughs> oh, I thought that was uh, that other stuff. Oh, okay. No, the mistletoe. No, yeah, the you mistletoe. don't have to water mistletoe. You don't have to water mistletoe? No. Oh, okay. Yes. But I got it collected from the top of the tree? Uh, Can I get a ladder here at Millburgers? No, we don't have ladders. You don't rent them? No. no. Sell them? <laughs> I'm sorry, Al. <laughs> so you know how I refer to Al? Like yesterday I thanked Al for getting the, the stuff on the yeah. end. Yeah. Good job. This is Al. I'm I'm the oh, guilty party. You're the guilty party. Yes. yes. And now you can put a face with the. Uh, you find good good an, good songs. Though. Another an, well, thank you. Uh, except for that one I played for you a long long time ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I said sick Al sick. Yeah. <laughs> I, he won't let me play that one. No, we've we stopped that one. Yeah. No, anyway. Okay. Cool. So you just came by to say hi. Yeah, that and, was nice. Uh, yeah. To have uh, chili and cool. That, so and con- contribute to the to the uh, charity that uh, this is all for. Really. Well, that was nice of you, man. Yeah. You notice, uh, Sounded uh, like we're having a lot of fun out here, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah you know. I, but I you like notice we're s- the Christmas trees, too. It's cool. We're sticking to our business. You don't see any food here. No, anything. we don't. No. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's all gone from the first hour? Yeah, yeah. we're all so <laughs> stuffed that we can't do anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Al. Well, thank you for cool, the opportunity. Man. Bye-bye. All right. Mike is on the line at 210 308 Hey you. there, Mike. Get some. Get a calendar while you're here. Yeah. Oh, that's what I forgot to get. <laughs> okay. Somebody else forgot to get it. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, Mike. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, I'm all right so far. Uh, what I was wondering is normally in the fall, 
I, I sow a bunch of winter wheat so it'll come up for the horse to eat it. And I didn't do it yet this year, and I wondered if I'd waited too late. I think you're okay. Yeah. Yeah, you just, I, I, I think you just have to ignore that uh, early freeze and just tra- tra- treat the rest of the year like it's a normal year. Yeah, yeah winter, winter wheat is, uh, as long as you got plenty of soil moisture, it's, uh, it's, 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 you should, it should be okay with winter wheat. Okay, well, I thought it would be, but I want to make double sure before I spend any money. No, I, th- I think you're okay. Yeah, we we got plenty. Of, we got plenty of soil moisture. I yeah. Think. Yeah, the horses appreciate it too. There you go. Thank you for calling. Sounds good. Thanks, Bye-bye. Mike. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Well, it's time for us to take a quick break, so uh, we're going to do that right now. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Road, and uh, we encourage you to come on out and visit with us. Ask your gardening question in person, and uh, we, uh, we'll take a quick break and be right back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. You ready to make your home look a lot like Christmas? Head on over to Millburgers because you'll find Christmas trees, fresh cut Christmas trees, cut when they come to the nursery, stored in water so they look fresh and look wonderful throughout the season. Millburgers carries a wide variety of different sizes in Nordman firs, which are for firs and Christmas trees for folks that have, well, maybe allergy issues. Fraser firs, the most popular fir at Christmas, and they have noble firs. You'll get them again in a wide variety of sizes. Millburgers has poinsettias, fresh wreaths and garlands, and if If you're looking for a living Christmas tree, in other words, a tree that you can enjoy in the home now and decorate and then plant afterwards in the yard that will do well in San Antonio, then Millburgers is the place to go. Christmas cactuses and Millburgers and all kinds of great things, including terrific gift ideas. Head on over to Millburgers, 1604 and Bull Road, online at millburgernursery.com. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Remodeling is not an overnight decision. You want someone you can trust, not a company that's only trying to sell you products you want expertise. My friends in San Antonio, this is Dennis Prager. Mike and Molly Sowry with Virtuoso Builders can help. They've remodeled hundreds of homes and every Virtuoso Builders project is 100% unique. They love remodeling and you'll love working with them when you call 210-525-8750 that's 210-525-8750 for Virtuoso Builders or go to virtuosobuilders.com. Everybody's doing it and everybody's making money at it except you. You're losing holiday business to 
to your online competitors and you don't know how to get in the game, talk to us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness, even if you have none, and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales coming out of this season. We can design and implement all of your online marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your online advertising and sales. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now, there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround, increasing sales dramatically. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanAntonio.com. That's SurroundSanAntonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. All we got to do is find a part to fix the game. Everything goes back to the way it was. But where are we going to find that? The Internet. What? In the movie Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph accidentally helps break his pal Vanellope's racing game, so he'll have to bash his way into the Internet to fix it. This colorfully animated pick is creative to the max. It takes a few swings at cyberbullying and makes some solid statements about the changing nature of friendship and the value of adoption. But along with all its silly adventures, there's also plenty of potty humor and snarky quips to contend with here. So I'll give Ralph Breaks the Internet a three and a half out of five for family friendliness. For more on the movie, check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olaszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Jingle, jingle, hear the sleigh bells ring. Milburgers, Milburgers, it's a place to be Milburgers. Ornaments and wreaths galore and beautiful Christmas trees. Milburgers, Milburgers, what more can we say? Milburgers, trains and treats and Santa Claus, so come on down today. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Nice job by the uh, Fiesta City Chorus of the Sweet Adelines yesterday as they were visiting with us. Uh, and they recorded that. So welcome. Oh, 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 sorry, Calvin. All right, let's see. Who did that bring down there? Huh? There you are. Okay. I couldn't hear you. Oh. All right, our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. It's all free. It's 866-308-8867. Now you've got a real audience there, Milton. Yeah, we really do have an audience. It's funny how a few cookies are. Uh, <laughs> any, any gardeners out there in our audience? Anybody want to talk about your gardening experience? <laughs> no? All right. <laughs> we have a shy audience in front of us. All right. So well, we Jerry, Jerry uh, still we still plant spinach. I guess we. Uh, yeah, I, I started. I don't see. I didn't see any there. I think he was saying we get maybe get a delivery this week. I don't know, but uh, my the spinach has responded well to this. Oh yeah, this weather. is perfect spinach yeah. weather. So that's looked good. Uh, English peas, which really surprised me, they did not freeze. Mine didn't get uh, affected by the freeze, and I even had some uh, sweet peas that were uh, reseeding, and some of them got uh, affected by the cold, but a lot of them are still growing. But uh, again, the sweet peas is uh, this is a good time to plant them, and uh, here at Millburgers, on the, they're on the seed racks. 
But uh, that's another. Let's see. What do we got for uh, fragrant? Uh, we got stocks that are real fragrant uh, for cut flowers in the winter garden. I list them. They don't do well as cut flowers, but they smell good. Yeah. And then, but sweet sweet peas are one that's good cut flowers, and they last a long time. A little bit temperamental getting them started because it's either too hot or too cold. But once yeah. once they get blooming, they go strong and they produce a lot of fragrant blooms. The so. stalks didn't fragrant. Did you, did you plant some stalks early? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I planted a lot of. And stock. they didn't burn that back, did they? They got they got edges burnt on and the blooms. No, not, they weren't blooming at that time. Oh, on the, the foliage. On the foliage. But they're uh, they're generally blooming now. Um, so they've set, they've moved into their bloom season. Snapdragons have started to bloom too. Good. Yeah. Usually we have a break in the snapdragons and even the stocks for the coldest part of winter. And I'm glad that that freeze did not seem to kick them into that. So they're they're proceeding just like we suggested to uh, the last person that called uh, called about his uh, winter wheat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can expect your snapdragons and your stocks and the other winter uh, flowers to uh, do some blooming this fall before they they have a period in the middle of winter when they, for a short time, quit blooming. Yeah. Of course, pan- it's cold. pansies will bloom the whole time. Hmm. They're going really well. Uh, Neil Spear had a question about how to hang uh, large bird feeders in the tree. Oh. Said, I'm a better wrapping wires around the limbs or drilling holes for hooks into the branches. Hmm. And uh, Neil says, uh, definitely use screw eyes or hooks. I use a cable to hold my large feeders and I run it through pulleys back over to a tree trunk so I can raise and lower the feeders for filling. That also allowed me to position the feeders out of the, out in the open too far for squirrels to jump from the trunks to the feeders. I'm wondering, most of my squirrels go down the chain or go down the road. Yeah, those squirrels are pretty clever when they want yeah. to. Uh, that surprises me that I don't think I've ever remembered Neil writing about feeding birds. I guess he doesn't see that as part of gardening or something. Yeah. But uh, that, that's that's cool to hear that he's a, a bird feeder. Yeah. And that's quite an elaborate system he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. You know, as he got these big, uh, <laughs> I, I see this like an engine hoist, you know, out there <laughs> for his uh, feeders. Wrapping wires around branches will wear through the bark. It will also risk girdling uh, uh, as the branches grow larger. Yeah, and you, you say, ah, that, well, you know, won't be there long. Without fail, the, the people you leave forget. it. They leave it. Yeah, and after three years, you got these wires embedded yeah. in the in the tree. So I, I'm with him on that advice. Uh, and the screw in are are so easy. Even a nail nails pounded and hanging the feeders works pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a, a Vitex, an old Vitex with big, thick branches uh, that I use, uh, you know, and it goes in all different directions, so I can hi- hang feeders at that end and mm-hmm. feeders at that end, and it works pretty well. And they're reachable. That's a yeah. good factor. 
Hey, we got Delb on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. still around. Yeah. What happened? Hello, What's going on, Delb? I love these bitter cold South Texas winter December days. Doesn't this feel nice out there? Yeah. This, this is, this is why we're cold winter out of being. <laughs> when you got to decide whether to wear shorts or not, that's uh, well, is it just too cold. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a tough decision. But anyhow, yesterday I made it by Millburgers, and I finally got some Crawford lettuce seed picked up. And I oh, wanted good. to ask the experts here about what to think about when a guy ought to plant some of that stuff, and how long does it need to get up and get big enough to be hardened off to deal with some cold. I never have seen Crawford lettuce freeze. You know, it, it came out of Oklahoma. The original okay. came out of Oklahoma. Uh, the important thing about it is to sow it right on top of the ground. Yeah. And uh, right. other, leaf, other leaf lettuce is kind of prone to get burnt. Yeah. Uh, but I've oh, never yeah. seen Crawford either get burnt. And it, it, it should it should germinate in three days. Excellent. I like that. It is one of my favorite lettuces. I love the flavor of it, and I love the productivity of it, and I'm just super late getting it going this year. Yeah, that's no problem. Uh, you, you've grown it about, before. Oh. oh, I've grown it for years. And, uh, okay, good. I, just kind of didn't save back any seed, and I uh, I'm behind schedule this year. But other thing I want to ask you about is what about spinach uh, by by seed? Uh, it's very temperamental the way it comes up. Uh, you know, I mean it uh, it germinates slowly, uh, and the the advantage of spinach transplants is that. Uh, we furnish all the, uh, I say, Dr. Larry Stein of Texas A&M furnishes all the seed to the spin to the growers, and it's uh, more disease resistant than uh, the seed you can get in the packages, the transplants. Okay. So uh, I would recommend transplant, but you can try seed if you want to, especially at this time of the year while it's cool. You know, I figured I'd, I'd put out some transplants and plant some seed to boot. And uh, sugar snap peas. You're talking about sweet peas, but what about the uh, eaten peas, those sugar snaps? Yeah, they're, oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're wonderful. There used to be a commercial industry, uh, pea industry down in Atascosa County, down around in that area. And they would plant in... Uh, they plant in December and January. Nice. For the, for the I, peas. I had no idea that there was commercial stuff there. How much uh, commercial finish production is there down Crystal City and down that way these days? Uh, that, that's uh, been a multi-million dollar industry down there. I, th- I think the acreage is uh, declining a little bit. But it's still a, a big end of thousands of acres down there. Yeah, I uh, I used to have lots of gypsum customers down towards Dilly and down that right. way that I sold gypsum to for their peanuts. That right. during wintertime they would be growing circles of 
of spinach. Absolutely. Uh, see, Del Monte is in, in Crystal City, and they would contract yep. spinach, the flat leaf spinach uh, for, from the area. And uh, the, the reason they grew it in Texas, South Texas, is they could get two or three cuttings off of it, off of one planting. Nice. And, uh, so uh, it, it, was, it was a big industry. Now the the problem is uh, the the interest in spinach is in the fresh spinach rather than the canned spinach. And I, I'm sure a lot of people are saying, "Well, I understand that, you know, because that yeah. as as a child they were made to eat canned spinach." And uh, but uh, people. Uh, People are really enjoying uh, fresh spinach now for salads. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, Popeye was messed up. He was eating that canned stuff all the time. And, uh, I know it. The good, yeah, that good stuff is fresh. Yeah. So, uh, Crawford lettuce and, and fresh cut spinach are two of my favorite greens in the whole world. I just love them. Absolutely. They're, they're a little slower than uh, chard or or uh, mustard greens or things like that, but uh, they're worth the wait. They're absolutely worth it. And i got to tell you something about chard. Um, I have numerous times had Swiss chard out there growing, and uh, I would take and fence around it, and I would turn a bunch of rabbits loose out there. And even on into June, July, August, they would eat that stuff down to where there was just nothing but barely. You're thinking, oh, no, they've killed it. They've eaten it into the ground. There's nothing but just a tiny bit mm-hmm. of root left. And water that, keep the rabbits off of it, leave it there for a few weeks, and all of a sudden you've got 10-inch tall twist chard there again. And I've had twist chard that would just stick its hair on a dog's back for four years that the same chart would carry on. And I just was so impressed with how tough that was. And uh, when we've had snow and super cold stuff, Swiss chart would be the thing that didn't die back. It just kept on going. Yeah. Well, I've, I've had a little different experience. I, 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 Swiss chart in my garden is generally the the green that lasts the longest into the summer at a high quality, but but it is uh, susceptible to uh, to uh, cold damage, oh, along, right? along with yeah, like beet greens. But it's just like beet, beets too. The the greens come back, but they free they'll freeze down like this latest that last freeze we had. The Swiss chard was flattened. Uh, beets are flattened. Uh, but they're both coming back now. Well, Calvin, can I just share something with you? Sure. If you fertilize it with rabbit manure and you don't fertilize it with 19.59, it just keeps on coming back and doesn't have any cold damage problem at all. Oh. Huh. Darn, I just... Well, uh, then he'd have to run I'll have rabbit. To, I'll, yeah, I'll either he that or have to go search my neighborhood. Uh, how about how about deer poop? Does deer poop work? You got enough of that, do you? Yeah, yeah we, have, we don't have any rabbits as far as I know, but we got lots of deer. Yeah, so deer manure he wants to know well, about. I don't know. I've, I've been a couple of years now that I haven't had any rabbits, but... Uh, 
spent the previous 46, 47 years having rabbits. And uh, that rabbit manure is the most wonderful pelletized fertilizer in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used, I used to have rabbits when I was young, too. They were, they're, they were great to raise. Thanks, Delb. All right. Y'all have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Yeah. You nice too. calling Bye-bye. in. Take care. Bye-bye. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And remember, uh, here at Millburgers, we've got the Christmas trees that we'll talk about in just a second on the commercial. But $2 of every uh, fresh-cut tree uh, goes back to the San Antonio Area Salvation Army. So uh, come on out when you're uh, doing it, and you can help the Salvation Army with what they do when you purchase a Christmas tree from Millburgers. So let's take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210 210-308- 8867. More in a moment on 9:30 a.m. This is the answer. Say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctor. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-741-5592. That's 800-741-5592. 800-741-5592. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. You ready to make your home look a lot like Christmas? Head on over to Millburgers because you'll find Christmas trees, fresh cut Christmas trees, cut when they come to the nursery, stored in water so they look fresh and look wonderful throughout the season. Millburgers carries a wide variety of different sizes in Nordman firs, which are for firs and Christmas trees for folks that have, well, maybe allergy issues. Fraser firs, the most popular fir at Christmas, and they have noble furs. You'll get them again in a wide variety of sizes. Millburgers has poinsettias, fresh wreaths and garlands, and if you're looking for a living Christmas tree, in other words, a tree that you can enjoy in the home now and decorate and then plant afterwards in the yard that will do well in San Antonio, then Millburgers is the place to go. Christmas cactuses and Millburgers and all kinds of great things, including terrific gift ideas. Head on over to Millburger 1604 and Boulevardy Road online at millburgernursery.com. Jingle, 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 hear the sleigh bells ring. 
Jingle bells, taco shells, chili pepper lights. Oh, what fun it is to stroll the river walk at night. Santa suits with cowboy boots, Lone Star Christmas cheer. Trees that glow and friends we know you can't beat Christmas here. Big boots at the mall, Santa in a truck. He's wishing for some snow, not having any luck. Tamales with a kick, the tower bright with light. The fun it is in our hometown on a merry Christmas night. Jingle bells, taco shells, chili pepper lights. Oh, what fun it is to stroll the river walk at night. Santa suits with cowboy boots, Lone Star Christmas cheer. Trees that glow and friends we know you can't beat Christmas here. Hee-haw! And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South that Texas. That singer yesterday. Yeah, that was a, a Fiesta City chorus of Sweet Adelines, and they. Uh, Are they write their own songs? Yeah, they, well, they didn't write. Obviously. They they just yeah they just modified the words for Jingle Bells to fit San Antonio. Okay. Very clever. Nice. Hey, let me take a second to talk to you about Wild Birds Unlimited. We visited with the owner of the Hebner location at Northwest Military, at Hebner Road, uh, Bill Sveland. We've talked with Bill a long time on this show, and he's got lots of great ideas for you to uh, bring nature to your yard. It's uh, if you've uh, kind of if you see a beautiful bird out in the yard occasionally, and you go, you know, wouldn't it be great if to to enjoy that all year round and, and lots of wildlife and activity, uh, whether you want squirrels or you don't want squirrels, whether you want, uh, Calvin talks about the finches or the purple martins, go by and visit Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Store right there on Hebner and Northwest Military. Talk to Bill, talk to Rose, and let them get you started. They've got all kinds of great ideas uh, to help you do that. And they've got all kinds of really unique items uh, for the nature enthusiast, including some terrific items for your home. And we're going to tell you two things about that right now. If you go to the website, you'll find more about this information. But right now they've got 20% off one regularly priced item. Uh, There's some uh, different things that apply to it. So ask them when you go in. And when you mention that you heard the ad, heard us talking about it on the garden show, they will have got a special gift for you of a suet feeder. So uh, go on by and uh, visit with them today. They're open till 4 o'clock today, and they're open 10 o'clock till 6 o'clock the rest of the week. So that's Wild Birds Unlimited, Hebner Road, Northwest Military. Go by and visit with them and say hi to Bill for us. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You heard Bill say that uh, they had sold two or three uh, bird, uh, feeders just yesterday. To uh, shut it, people. Oh, are, you know, put yeah, you were suggesting that. In. Yeah, that he helped with that. And uh, that's that's a wonderful Christmas gift. Well, it lasts all year. Yeah, and it just it it brings they they were working with someone at assisted living. They she said. Yeah. It just brings nature to the yard. It uh, has interest, and you get caught up in it and stuff. And so it that's just another one of those gifts too that you can make a project out of it. Set yeah. up the. You know, one of those uh, weight-sensitive perches uh, uh, or hanging the, the feeder. Uh, su- suet feeders are neat because they bring in the insect eaters, which yeah, which are... Uh, Hang upside fun. down. Yeah, the wrens and, uh, of course, the woodpeckers. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Gift certificates are great. Gift certificates would be a good one, too. 
And by the way, gift certificates to Millburgers would be a great gift idea. So besides coming here and uh, getting one of some of the decor they have or the planters or the phalaenopsis orchid or whatever you want uh, to give as a gift, you can give a gift certificate, and then the person that you uh, give it to can enjoy it whenever they want to. Um, so sometimes things come in, you know, we get all these questions. Do you all have this? No, that comes in the spring. So they've got the gift certificate. They can just use it in the spring. Now, you made an inqu- inquiry, Milton, about uh, Christmas gifts to talk to Oh, talk yeah, about. yeah. Yeah, and about, uh, I just took it for granted that you were buying us Christmas gifts. So I no, I, was, I gave you my list of. Uh, that was more your ideas on what our list was. Oh, might. really? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that reply. Yeah. <laughs> Cabin's out of control. Yeah. <laughs> A steel tremor. Did, did you, yeah. <laughs> So is that the is that what you want under the tree this year? Is a uh, steel trimmer. Okay. Steel. Yeah, but every year I know Jerry talks about it. And you talk about. Or you'll probably do an article. Oh yeah, probably yeah. Uh, what are you gonna? Should we uh, tell people what you list, or do you want to? Well, yeah, yeah. They it? can kind of. Uh, one of the things that I, I always think is great is uh, is one of the. Uh, uh, tillers for uh, raised bed gardens. Mm. You know, the steel has a wonderful one. The little, then, little tiller. Yeah. What was the, you know, the brand that we used to, to buy? Uh, there's still, you know, there's three or four different brands on the market. Yeah. But they, 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 uh, they don't do work. They don't work real well out there in our uh, cleachy soil, but they do, they do well in your raised bed garden, even if you have a. Drip irrigation, most drip irrigation, you can just pick those up, run your tr- your tiller through it, do your incorporation of the mm-hmm. organic material like Jerry talked about, and then you're ready for action. Just relatively easy, but then they last forever. Uh, that's been a nice Christmas gift. Uh, of course, tools, uh, hands, hand shovels. Are always good and uh, spades and oh, the gift certificate is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll recommend, I'm guessing, some different books and stuff like that. Yeah, that people can enjoy reading and. Um, we haven't had a lot of new books this year like we had. In, is there any anything that that comes to mind? That well, of course, my favorite I always recommend is uh, the Greg Grant. Uh, Mm-hmm. Landscaping, uh, Texas landscaping book because it's it's got a, a great direction. It divides your landscape up into small parts, so you're not overwhelmed by trying to yeah. visualize a whole big landscape. And it breaks it down into parts that you've got: the shady area, the porch that's yeah. got shade, you know, in the beginning, that kind of stuff. Plus, so Greg, it's real practical. Yeah, Greg is a great great writer, and the ph- photography is good. And he's up on on the on the plants too, uh, uh, the new new plants. You know, Jerry and all, every uh, horticulturist in this area are always saying, "Hey, we haven't we aren't using this plant enough." So Greg's book kind of is in tune with uh, the recommended plants as well. Yeah. Well, what what we can do throughout the uh, the season is if you come up with different ideas. Um, that some which we sell at Millburger, some just made like we don't really have books here. Uh, have some. Do we have some? Oh yeah. Where are the books? Uh, By the sea, don't Yeah, in there. Yeah. Oh okay. I was trying to remember. We for a while we had Greg's 
book. Um, another one is that uh, that I like. Never you mind. said butterfly gardening. Charles is now driving off the road again. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, and let's see the Good. gardening uh, for birds. Uh, is 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 a one is a great book too. Though I'll be recommending those uh, this year again. Okay. But I, I, I will can't, find I can't out remember book. exactly what we have in there. We'll I'll find three out. Three or four good titles. Yeah, yeah, we'll focus on them now that I've made the mistake of saying that we don't have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I will. Uh, I'll check it out for next week. We'll focus on those and some of those. Um, let's see. So anyway, that's. Uh, so we'll start giving you some gift ideas, or you can call in with uh, some gift ideas too. That uh, drop those hints uh, to other folks that may be listening. Uh, like Calvin dropped that hint that he wants to steal. Steel trimmer? Is that the? Steel uh, hedge trimmer. Okay. That's one that you, you know, you. Does Judy listen to the show? Oh, yeah, except I was doing that for your benefit, but we. Uh, no. <laughs> Judy already has one. That's why it just came to mind. Oh, okay. Because it's such a wonderful tool. you battery operated. and. Oh, nice. Yeah. Really pretty powerful. I think you can't go wrong with that steel brand there. Um, they started out as a German brand, I believe, but the, a lot of their manufacturing is in the U.S. now. Mm-hmm. So hmm. I'm, I'm not exactly sure how much, but uh, I know the one of the, their advertisements talk about U.S. Ma- manufacturer. So somebody, Very cool. so somebody can explain that to us. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We talked yesterday about this uh, question we got in from. Uh, the guy that had a neighbor across the street had two Monterey oaks in his front yard. One died, but the other one looks healthy. The trick, the sick leaves turned brown and slowly died. See, that's that's uh, not necessarily oakwood. Yeah, he that's he not oakwood. It had some sort of mushy, nasty stuff around the base of the tree. That's just natural decay. Uh, he thinks it's Oak, Oak Wilt because he found it on Google. No one's come out to inspect it. My question is, can we trim our uh, huge red oak, or now, or how will it have to, or will it have to stay for now? Uh, and the forest writes him back uh, last night said, uh, I do not believe your problem to be Oak Wilt. The Monterey Oak is quite resistant to the disease. The only, the only way, a way to determine the cause would be to have the tree inspected by an expert. I think that you can safely go ahead and prune your red oak, just be, just being sure that all wound painted, wounds are painted within the tree with a tree pruning paint and any other paint that will seal the wound very soon after the cut, within 30 minutes. Perfect answer. Yeah. Uh, for more information about Oak Wilt, see the Texas Forest site at uh, www.texasoakwilt.org. That's texasoakwilt.com. I mean .org. I'm sorry. O-R-G. And uh, somebody wrote in and wanted to know, uh, they had a small greenhouse and they wanted to know what temperature to maintain the 
small greenhouse in there. Greenhouses at this time of the year, especially when it's clear like this, uh, I just leave build, build up, build up uh, a lot of heat fast. Uh, so uh, we're talking about uh, 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 main, trying to maintain between 60 or 65 degrees at night. Uh, minimum nighttime temperature. But uh, like I say, on a clear day like today, uh, we're going to go go to the greenhouse after this show and uh, extract, separate those uh, the tomato seed. And I, I bet we'll have to take them outdoors because it'll be close to 100 degrees in that greenhouse, even with it's cooler outside. So uh, that's what you have to have to contend with. Uh, we often, often in, in the north, when you're talking about a, growing a greenhouse, greenhouse maintenance, you're talking about maintaining the high temperature. In the south, down here, we have to talk about uh, also both, also cooling it yeah. in the winter. Because tomorrow night might get down to, or the night after might get down to 35. Right. And then during the day, it'll be back up to 100. Like right, right. So I've just, a summertime use of a greenhouse in this climate is not practical. I, you know, it's okay for the winter, deep winter, but even then it's hard, relatively hard to manage because right. of our fluctuation in temperatures and the, and the sun during the day. So... Hey, we got Lloyd on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Lloyd. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing fine. Thanks for asking. Uh, I've got a uh, turkey cap, and I've got some uh, the great blue mist flower, and they're all brown. Looks like they're closed back. Uh, I don't remember cutting them back last year. Maybe it didn't get as cold. I don't know. But should I cut those back or will, like the turkey cap? Will it? Do well if I cut it back now, or oh yeah, it, it won't hurt turkey cap. Yeah, at all. you can you can leave it and wait until March first if you want, or you can cut it back anytime. Okay. Yeah. And what about mist flower? Yeah, the mist flower especially needs yeah. to be cut back. Yeah, every year that that mist flower is. A lot of times, turkey cap will freeze in half. In other words, it won't freeze it to the ground. Yeah. That's one reason to let it, to give it a little time to see how far it's frozen down. But like Jerry says, the mist flower flattened every year. Yeah, but my my uh, turkey cap is to the ground. Is it? Yeah, I haven't looked at mine close. It looks like it is. Yeah, it's pretty. And this was such a wonderful year for turkey cap too. I'm sorry. It looks like there's some green though on my mist flower. I'm not sure. That might be a weed inside there. But the mist flower is mostly brown, but close to the ground, it looks like there's some green in it now. Most, uh, most of us, even even if you would have your mist flower, uh, some foliage in there, you would cut it to the ground anyway. Right. Because it's going to, it's okay. going to, we'll get more cold weather. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you for calling. Thanks. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, so what's next weekend for festivities? 
Um, I think it's just us. <laughs> no chili. No, no chili. No chili. I know you've become spoiled. No yeah. roasted corn. Not right, right now. Just all good old-fashioned Christmas trees and plants. Full, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Christmas trees are uh, wonderful. If you got a chance uh, and you get the Express News, look at my article on living Christmas trees. Yeah, that's a good article. Yeah, and then... Uh, Let's see. Uh, you can come out here to Millburgers, check them out. Uh, the the cut trees and the living Christmas trees, poinsettias, and of course cyclamen. And what else we talk? We talk about the phalaenopsis orchids, mm-hmm. cactus. Uh, did you check out the, cact- the Christmas cactus yet? No, but I will. But yeah, they've got them. In, they're on sale for thirty percent off and oh. for different sizes. Yeah, it's a good deal. And Calvin brings up a neat point. If you're wondering what's going on at Millburgers, all you got to do is go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com, and you'll find out all the things that are happening here at the nursery. Hey, we're going to wrap it up for today. Thanks to everybody that uh, called in and was a part of the show. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks to Ashley. We're doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. I'm Milton Glick. We will see you next Saturday and Sunday back here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.